Hey, Babs, and welcome to Bravo Therapy, where healing meets housewives and reality TV gets real. Join me, your host, Lo, each week as we explore how our favorite shows are more than just guilty pleasures. They're a window into our own journeys of self-discovery and growth. I may not be a doctor, but with my honorary PhD in Bravo TV, I'm here to connect the dots between the messiness on screen and our own beautifully chaotic lives. So take a deep breath and and let's get into it. Your Bravo therapy session begins now. Therapy workshop. I'm telling you, seek it. Hey, Babs, and welcome to the very first episode of Bravo Therapy. I'm your host, Lo, and oh my gatos, I cannot believe we're here. We're doing this. I have been thinking about this podcast for far too long, and now my little pod baby is born to life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I know I just introduced myself by saying, hey, Babs. So I guess I should, I guess I should explain that a little bit. Um, Sorry, I'm like getting used to doing a video pod right now. My, I am at my cousin's house. My cousin is currently out in her living room. I kicked her out of her room. (laughs) Thank you, Caroline. Love you, girl. Um, I, she is out there with her roommate, Hetty, who will be one of, our upcoming, actually our first guests on this pod, and they're currently watching Catching Up with Bravo shows since they were both gone for the holidays. So clearly all roads lead to Bravo, but I had to like manufacture some lighting here and I'm looking a little bit sweaty, but really it's it's my highlighter, y'all. But if you're just listening to this, then none of that makes sense and no one gives a fuck. But anyways, so I know I started out by saying, hey, welcome Babs. And so I just wanted to maybe explain that a little bit because you'll probably hear me say that at most in most of my episodes. Um, so Bab for me started off just like boss ass bitch or badass bitch. And that was like my word of affirmation for myself. And it kind of just developed into like truly its own meaning um, of just representing someone who is coming into their own strength, um, who is growing and evolving every day and like really like coming into their own skin and building up confidence and building up self-esteem and really learning more and more about themselves. It's really truly a person who's like coming to self-awareness and understanding that that's like a daily process and it's not just – it's not a destination. It's truly a journey. So when I say Babs, that is just me giving love to you and recognizing every single one of you that is here is – most likely on that journey because that is really what this podcast is about while also being about Bravo. And the thing is too, Bab can also stand for bitches about Bravo because that's what we are here, right? So um, that's just like a little kind of intro to my one of my favorite words that hopefully is not like fetch and I'll make it happen, but it happens for me and it's a really great kind of like mantra, affirmation, empowering, empowering word for me. So Anyways, I am so excited that we are here today. 
Um, it's a special day. I decided to launch this today, January 4th. And for anyone who knows me well, you know why. Because in true season one Stassi fashion, it's my fucking birthday, y'all. So I really wanted to launch this on my birthday. And there was a few reasons I wanted to do that. I obviously was like my gift to others, um, which is me being like my true selfless Capricorn. That is a fucking joke because it took me a lot of work to become selfless in any way or give to others. We'll we'll get into that in further episodes um, in my evolution and maybe how y'all can relate to that. Um, no, but really it it is my gift on my birthday to others. Hopefully who those who have kind of been in this with me, gave me the idea, you know, sparked ideas in me, who were really empowering me to actually follow through with this, who listened to me talk about, oh, I'm working on my podcast, I'm working on my podcast, I'm working on my podcast for the last like year and a half when like working on my podcast looked like just coming up with ideas in my head and putting like tons of notes in my phone app. Um Sorry, there's there's also a train near me. So, you know, we're working out the kinks in the first episode. So growing pains and I'm allowing that because not everything needs to be perfect. Lusa. <laughs> but um, so this is my gift to everyone who I've really talked to this about, everyone who loves Bravo, everyone who's on a healing journey, everyone who like might want to just hear a podcast like this and hear the discussions that we're having here. This is my gift to you. And that was like really kind of important for me to do on my birthday. But truly, this is my gift to myself for my birthday. And I say that because the past few years, I've had to do a lot of unlearning. I've had to do a severe amount of healing. (laughs) We'll get into like what all that has looked like. And as the episodes go on, um, you'll hopefully learn a little bit about my journey and others' journeys and But I think that one of the things that I was really trying to break through was understanding why do I procrastinate? Why do I have these really big dreams? I'm a Capricorn. So I have huge dreams. I do believe in my heart of hearts that I can follow through with them. Anyone who truly knows me knows that like if I want to do something, I will do it. But recently, it was like I was – in the last few years, it was like I was – doing things that I thought other people wanted me to do or that would impress others or, you know, not necessarily things that I didn't want to do too, but that were like in my daily job or, you know, something for someone else. And when it came to ideas like this podcast, it was like I had the idea, but it was kind of a failure to launch. Like I kept giving myself excuses mainly because it was like, oh, well, it's not perfect yet. Well, I don't have someone doing my website and so I can't start it. Or, oh, I don't have all the perfect podcast equipment so I can't start it. Um, I just have so much work to do and I'm a mom, a single mom, and I just don't have time so I can't start it, but I'll get to it. And I was really hard on myself for that. And there were several times in my mind where I was like, I'm not going to start this podcast. And it was so weird because there was another voice in my mind that was like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you fucking are. (laughs) So – and that voice hadn't been there before. I would say like up until a year, year and a half ago, 
that voice wasn't there. I would just kind of give up because I knew something was going to be perfect. And what I realized in my healing was that has a lot to do with like how I was raised, you know, you'll hear all about my mommy issues and how I was raised by her to be a perfectionist and always work towards like what would make her happy. And I was up until just a couple of years ago, I'll, I'll keep saying it, I was in a pattern like that. Um, and my habit would be to, I have like, you know, I really feel a need to control everything around me. This is what I was unlearning. And procrastination and avoidance was something I was using as a form of control, which to me was like so weird, right? Like that, those two don't go hand in hand, but they do because if I don't follow through, if I don't launch, if I don't start the podcast that I've been talking about, then I can't fail. I can't fail something I don't start, right? If I'm worried about failing, which I wouldn't really come to terms with that feeling, I can't feel those feelings if I do what I need to avoid them. And clearly the way to avoid them is by <laughs> not trying something new. So for a really long time, I was afraid of change or anything new and big. And I think it started when I realized I was at my last apartment a couple of years ago and I was like, I've outgrown this place. There's nothing really that was like pushing me out. I just had outgrown it. And like it was the first time I was not afraid of change. And prior to that, I'd been doing like intense um, healing work, <laughs> intense healing work um, for like two, two and a half years. And I noticed when that happened, I was like, okay, I'm starting to unlearn and I'm starting to relearn and I'm starting to grow. And so for me, this podcast being on here, imperfect as I am, sweaty looking as I am, not the perfect lighting as it is, maybe not the perfect audio as it is, because maybe you heard the train in the background, like just being completely me in this moment, on the day I was born, I'm not going to cry because I'm a Capricorn. I don't cry. <laughs> um, it's just special to me. And I'm really grateful to be sharing this with all of you, even if it's all of one or two or three of you. I know some of my friends will be listening because you guys are the best and I love you. <laughs> and thank you for being my forever supporters. But I – hopefully that can resonate with all of you is that, you know, we always have that one thing that we think we want to do. I have so many friends, co colleagues, coworkers, right? Just people in life that I've met where they'll tell me these like really big dreams. They'll tell me their job, like their normal job. And then they'll like explain to me these big dreams about what they love to do when we really get into the discussion. This is why I love talking to people. And it will be something like maybe completely different from what they do or something that they already do, but they want to do it for like a bigger cause or for other people. And I just think I'm like, well, why don't you do that? Because obviously, clearly I can tell other people to do that, but I don't follow my own fucking advice. Um, you know, typical on brand, but there's something in my heart that just like aches for that person. Like I want to shake them. I want to shake them. And I know that's probably how people have felt about me, but I'm just like, I believe in you. And I just want to let everyone know out there right in this moment, if there's something you want to do, no matter how silly it seems, no matter how it seems like people won't accept it or understand it, or it could fail, like do it. Because guess what? I'd rather know that this failed or wasn't that great and I can work on it 
then never have started it and just feel so disappointed and feel like an emptiness inside. So this is my official fucking birthday present to myself and it's the most beautiful gift I've ever received and given myself. So thank you all for being here today. Um, it's also really special because my birthday falls on January 4th. So it's right in the beginning of the new year. We just had a new year's Eve, new year's day. Um, so happy new year to everyone. Happy 2024. And it just felt like a really beautiful way to start the new year is to start with a refresh and a reset and like a new mindset going into this new year. And this podcast is really about as much as it's about, like our love for Bravo. And I think just like destigmatizing that because I know we all have that one person in our lives or like 10 people in our lives who are like, you watch reality TV, like that is trash. Um, and sometimes it is. And I, we fucking love it <laughs> because people can be trash and we can be messy and trashy. And maybe that's sometimes why people are like not wanting to look directly at the train wreck, you know, because it resonates too much. Um, but I just thought that this was like the beginning of the year is like, let's get it started now and let's start having this conversation now and let's start this community and build this community up now at the beginning of the year. So it just feels like a really beautiful combination. Mercury just came out of retrograde because so like that's a great time to start. Um, you know, I think that just like the planets feel in alignment, everything feels really good. And that's why today is the day of our first episode. Um, you know, I really want to be able to start off this podcast every episode with kind of a mental health check or like a check-in with us. Um, I know it's hard because it's like really hard to go two ways. So I will check in with you guys and let y'all know where I'm at, kind of how I'm feeling. Um, not necessarily because it's all about me. I mean, I guess it is my podcast, but hopefully you can relate in some way or maybe you could have related at one point, but I will definitely be using, um, all of the social medias and you can email me, um, any of your stories, any of your ideas, any of your mental health check-ins, I would love to hear them and share them on social media if you'd like. Um, we're going to just like start experimenting with what like kind of segments and what, you know, normal things we'll do or everyday typical things we'll do um, with the social media. So if anyone has something that resonates with them or they think will be cool, like I'm so down to try this. This is a podcast where I'm talking, but like Y'all are part of this community. So I'm really excited. So I think for the mental health check for y'all every week, I just want to invite you to take a deep breath before we really get into the thick of the episode. Just like breathe in, breathe out. Shit, that already like really felt good. I was totally clenching my jaw because I guess I maybe I'm a little bit nervous. But I just want you to not necessarily close your eyes because I know some of y'all might be driving while you're listening to this podcast, but just center yourself. Think about what's been going on in the day, anything that feels like it's weighing on your shoulders, on your chest, on your heart, in your body. If you feel tenseness in your jaw, that's where I hold it, or your hips, another one where I hold it. Or as I always tell my cousin, my prima, 
clenching her butt cheeks or butthole. Like that's how I know I'm like tensing up and like some shit is going down. I'm stressed out. So I just invite you to feel your body and release anything. And I just think that that's a really beautiful way to start a podcast or start reading a book or start before you watch Bravo because it allows you to kind of release any pent-up energy that you have or just really kind of be in awareness of your body and your mind because I've noticed whenever I'm watching a show or listening to a song or listening to a podcast, sometimes I'll find something triggers me and I can't figure out why. And later on in the day, I'll be like, oh, it's because earlier I was, you know, this had happened and it reminded me of this or you know, maybe this came up for me because I need to heal this part of my life. I was thinking about something that happened to me like 10 years ago that I still haven't like fully healed, right? So it just allows you to be, you know, a little bit more in your body and understand why you're feeling feelings that might came up and let them release in the moment and then come back to the space and just enjoy it. It also allows you to be present with me in this moment and like I want to be as present with y'all as I possibly can. So I just think that's a nice way to start these episodes off. Hopefully you feel the same, but let's get into it. Today is really all about, I think the theme of this episode is like connection. And I think it's a really great way to start off the first episode, the beginning of the year is just connecting to one another. And this may feel like a one-way street on my end right now as I'm recording because I can't hear you respond back to me, but y'all yell at the radio, yell at, (laughs) yell at like whatever you're listening to this on, like yell in the middle of work if you're listening to it on headphones, which you should because I have a potty mouth. I'm so sorry for any of my family who didn't realize that and is hearing F-bombs like fly out of my mouth. My bad. It's not ladylike, whatever that means. It's just is how it is. This is a safe space here. All right. But um, I really think that connection is a great way to start off this podcast for both of us to like kind of get to know one another. And I get that I can't really get to know y'all in this moment because I'm just sitting here in front of my computer. <laughs> so in this episode, y'all will be getting to know me. I think that's pretty I think it's a good way to start. So you kind of understand a little bit about me, your host, and where I'm coming from and why I started this podcast and a little bit of my Bravo background. Um, But I'll definitely be wanting to get to know all of y'all like as much as possible and we'll be using social media to really kind of engage with that. So anyways, I guess we'll just start off with why like what the hell this podcast is (laughs) like what is bravo therapy why is it called bravo therapy why the hell did i start this um so i guess i'll just tell you the origin story of this and i might get the details wrong so my bad but it was just one of those moments that happened gosh i think it was like mid 2022 sometime in 2022 what is time what is space like who the fuck knows um but I remember – I can't even remember what I was going through. I was going through some sort of like crisis. I do deal with some depression. So I could have just been going through just your everyday depression. Um, I could have been going through something that triggered it. Something was going on in my life. And I knew that 
I should probably be journaling and like processing my feelings and meditating and just like thinking about what it is and like maybe talking to a therapist in that moment. But I had done so much work between shit, between I would say 2021 to 2022. Like there had been like a period of time where I'd done so much intense healing work, y'all. I was like every morning, especially during the pandemic because I wasn't working. I had lost my job at that time like so many other people um, around like March of 2020. And for almost a year, I was pretty much unemployed. I was like doing some bartending at the time, but not really because nothing was really open. And it just forced me like so many others to kind of just reflect on myself. And I just started doing so much healing work. I was doing the reading. I was doing online virtual workshops. I was um, listening to different podcasts and doing meditations and like learning how to read my own tarot and use oracle cards. And I was doing like, I was exploring like with Ayurvedic treatment and y'all, I was doing everything. And I didn't know that there was like a such thing as like spiritual or healing burnout. And I reached it. Like I felt like I was in such a good place. I also went through a really, really, really toxic relationship for like six months technically, but it ended up lasting a year and it was the worst shit I'd ever gone through. It was my first real like understandably like understandable connection with a narcissist, like a true narcissist. And I had to like then repeat that healing cycle again for the next year. Um, So there was a lot of work I was doing. And by the time I felt like I was on steady ground, I was exhausted. So in this time that I was like kind of going through my little funk or whatever, I knew I should be like dealing with things. But I also just started to allow myself to understand that that didn't always mean that I need to like get right to my journal and start journaling and do all the things and like work with the moon and astrology and this and that and like, you know, all of it. In that fucking moment, I just wanted to lay on my couch. I just remember laying on my couch, like totally hanging over the side of the couch and watching Bravo. I can't even tell you what I was watching, but I was watching Bravo and I was voice messaging because I love a voice message. If you can't tell, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> I love a voice message. And I was voice messaging with my friend Michael. And we always voice message back and forth about Bravo shows. And I remember saying something like, I'm just going through it. And I know I should be doing all these things and like really doing the work. And I just feel so lazy right now because all I'm doing, all I can do is lay on the couch and watch Bravo. And he he's an associate clinical social worker. So anytime I'm hard on myself, his response to me is just so beautiful and empathetic. 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 I have not been able to say that word in the last couple of days. Empathetic and just understanding. And he helps me to like reframe what I'm saying to myself because often I need that. I think we, we all do at points in time. And he was just like, well, no, sometimes – that is self-care is just like sitting in front of the TV and watching your favorite show and enjoying that and not having to think about all the things. And I think he also kind of reminded me like also the way you watch Bravo and all your reality shows that you watch is really like healing work because 
I the way I watch reality TV and I think the reason I got into watching reality TV is I'm so infatuated by the human condition and different people and how they react and interact and how I can relate to that and how I can't relate to that because I also think that that's so interesting and exciting and I always want to learn about different types of people and for me when I watch these reality shows like it is just so about that and then I can relate to some people and I can relate to some situations so I really look at it as a character study and a kind of like a social study a study in social sciences so I think that that's what made it click to me when he said that he was like you know and we just like go back and forth with voice messages and like it might as well be a you might as well be like do a podcast, right? And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of like Bravo therapy. And it clicked right there. I was like, um, what the fuck? So I just started to think about like, okay, like maybe I could do episodes on this. Like what would that look like? I just started to think about it. And I think just a few weeks later, maybe a month later, I was voice messaging another friend And it was, of course, about a Bravo show and giving my opinions about this Bravo show and really relating it to like what – who hurt this person? Like I really want to know what their trauma is and learn more about why they're acting this way. And I remember she voice messaged me back and said that her mom was in the kitchen with her as she was listening to my message. And her mom said, oh my god, I would listen to her – I could listen to her talk about Bravo all day. And to me, that was a sign like this is what I meant to do. And it just just felt right because this is something I do all the time. Um, So Bravo therapy felt really kind of right because it blends the two things, right? This is, of course, I guess I should probably preface this by saying this is not true therapy. I'm not a therapist. I do deem myself as an honorary PhD of Bravo TV because I've been watching – since day one, I've been watching The Real Housewives of OC. I've watched every I watch every single thing. I've watched every single thing on Bravo. Even like the shit that's flopped. I've watched it. I've watched it all. And I'll go back and watch it again. So I do feel like I've studied all things Bravo in such a different like way and through such a different lens. And so that was really kind of where that came from. And I just felt like in talking to my friends that love reality TV and that watch Bravo, I was seeing a lot of like similarities in our experiences and and how we talked about Bravo. And I was just thinking about, you know, why do I love these shows so much? Like what is my relationship with them? And I realized that Bravo has gotten me through some of like the craziest times in life, right? It's helped me through some fucked up breakups just in like sitting there and watching my housewives or watching Southern Charm and just feeling like, ugh, like an escape, right? Like you, they feel, these people feel like your friends when you're just watching them so often. Um, I've found that there's so many episodes where I can relate to what people are going through. There's been a several with like family dynamics, especially with mommy issues. Um, you know, <laughs> Monica with her mom, Monica from Salt Lake City, but also <laughs> the Salt Lake City re- or, um, finale just happened and that shit was wild. So I don't know if I want to like fully say I relate to Monica, <laughs> but the situation with her mom or, um, you know, I think just like, different family dynamics have really been brought up where I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I can completely relate to that and seeing how other people deal with that in real time. I also think that as much as people, especially people who don't really like love reality TV or have, you know, the stereotypical view of what reality TV is and who are like, it's all just a bunch of women who hate each other and are yelling at each other and I mean, yeah, that shit happens. Of course it does, you know, and it's very dramatic because otherwise it wouldn't be like good entertainment. But what I think is so beautiful about Bravo and I think like The Real Housewives is that like there have been so many great examples of empowerful or empowering women and powerful women and and women supporting one another and really the dynamics between women and and how we navigate the world um and how we navigate like really difficult things that come up in life like death and grief and pain and divorce and breakups and just these everyday things that we go through as humans in life and how we can really see ourselves reflected in in these people and yeah maybe not not you know exactly because they live in these huge mansions and they live these like opulent lives or they live their lives on TV. So yeah, okay, that's like on the surface. But truly, they are living a human experience and we can totally relate to that. And I think one of the things that I love so much, and this is like seeing BravoCon develop and just seeing like the different elements of Bravo and watch what happens live and things like that. I just think that Bravo brings together such a beautiful community. And I think what this world needs right now is more connected communities that empower one another and really work to heal each other and ourselves so that the world can heal. And these are all the things that – and I will say too, let me say this too because obviously Bravo is like expands through all different genders. And I do think for me personally as – as a woman um, and as a woman of color, it's been really interesting too to see like the non-housewife shows where we hear from some of the men too and like hear their thinking and get to see them be a bit vulnerable. And that's been really beautiful to me too. Um, but it's like all of these aspects are why I started this podcast because that's what I want this podcast to represent. I want to feel like we can all heal together and we can create this sense of community. At the end of the day, I want all of us Babs to be able to listen to this and create a sense of community and coming together and a feeling of understanding we're all imperfect in this world, trying to heal, trying to do better every day, trying to, you know, reflect on our past, be in the present and work on our future. And it's something that I want us to do together because – I feel like it feels so much more doable <laughs> that way. Um, but yeah, these are all those are all the things I really want to cultivate in this podcast. So like what are we going to talk about in the podcast? I think you kind of get a bit of a vibe. I plan to do some solo episodes. Um, I'm going to work and see how that works because listening to myself talk for <laughs> almost an hour <laughs> seems horrible, but maybe I'll like it. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully my personality will start to come out more and more I'm, and I won't be as nervous, which is so weird because there's – I'm not looking at anyone except for myself and my notes. So I will be doing solo episodes. I'll bring on some – I hope to bring on some experts. I think it will be really interesting to bring on different mental health experts and behavioral therapists and 
um, astrologists and energy healers, so experts in different facets of life and expansion and growth and healing that can really use their expertise and kind of look into the Bravo space to kind of, um, I guess, apply that to Bravo and then apply that to ourselves and relate it back to ourselves. So I just think that will be really interesting. And I know a lot of therapists and astrologists and people like that who are really into Bravo. And so I love hearing their perspectives. Um, I'll obviously bring on my friends and family who are just as obsessed with Bravo as I am, but are also kind of on their own healing journeys. I think it's really great. I mean, sure, I could talk on every episode and just share my life, but I think the beauty of building a community is to hear so many different people's stories and be able to empathize and relate and understand and maybe not understand and really kind of ask questions and dive deeper. And I think that the more that we get to know different types of people in this world, the more we can be more loving and understanding and empathetic of those people. And again, like that's the community aspect of this podcast. Um, so I'll definitely be bringing on my friends. Uh, that will be lots of fun, especially in the beginning. I hope, and I'm manifesting that this podcast grows enough to where I can start to bring Bravo Lebs on and hear their stories of growth. Because I think we only get a little clip of that in, you know, the segments we see on the shows, especially that are edited down or, you know, what we see when they go and watch what happens live and they have like 30 minutes on there. We don't really get like a full background of why they are the way they are. And I think so many times when I'm seeing like people react or, um, have an outburst or something like that, I'm always like, oh, they're triggered by something and that means that there's something they're processing and that probably has to do with their past and I just want to know more. So I'm hoping and let's really just put that energy out there, y'all. Um, but yeah, and you'll, I'm so excited for some future episodes. I'm hoping to do um, – I love astrology, so I want to do – um, every astrological sign that comes up, I want to do like a kind of a deeper dive into some of the Bravo Lebs that fall under that sign, look a little bit into their charts and see like why maybe why that explains how they act, how they do, understand them from that aspect, um, explore relationships, really do deep diving um deep dive episodes on like some of the Bravo Lebs and um we will do – I mean, this isn't a recap podcast. I should say that. We will not be doing like full-on recaps, but we will go back to some episodes that, you know, really stood out, whether that's like something right now or something that happened like three seasons ago, right? And just kind of relate that to different healing aspects um, or the different topics. I also definitely will go by theme episodes. So Valentine's Day, I would love to do some – episodes about like the couples that we love or um, really kind of like self-love episodes. So something like that. I can't wait for Black History Month to really explore Bravo in general's um, really journey through showing the Black experience and how that's evolved um, and really kind of shifting into the space of diverse cast members and what that looks like and how that looks authentic or maybe how that needs to change. Um, and just also Women's History Month, I think that would be a fun deep dive into like how the Housewives fran franchise started and what the meaning is behind it because I think some people really take this stance of like it's not – this is like anti-feminist and it's like against women. It's demeaning women. But I have a totally different take on that, which listen, every 
I believe everyone is totally entitled to their own opinion, but I think we can really talk about that and like create different discussions around there. And we have some really fun episodes coming up, Um, but I'm excited. And you know what? I also want to hear what y'all want to hear, right? So please, 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 if you have suggestions or something that like you're going through or a topic that you've thought about when you're watching these Bravo shows or that's like really relatable to you, you can definitely let me know. Let me know. Just let me know. Um, you can email me at low, L-O, at bravotherapypod.com or DM me on Instagram at bravotherapypod or on TikTok at bravotherapy. So just bravotherapy on TikTok. But I guess I'll just give you a little more like of a background of who I am just as a person because I think that does relate to how some of my opinions on these shows and some of the Bravo Lebs. Um, I am a millennial. <laughs> Welcome. Um, it is my birthday. I'm not really ashamed of my age, so I'm not like, I don't want to tell you how old I am. I just turned 37. Um, feels like heaven <laughs> so far in my one day or not full day. Um, yeah, just turned 37. I am excited about my 30s. My 30s have been like the best the best years of my life so far. And I just can't wait. As I get older, I just feel like I learn more about myself and about the world and how I relate to it. Um, so I don't really have shame in that. Um, I am a single mom of a almost 16-year-old boy. Um, and I'm like a purely single mom. So I don't co-parent or anything. I have been raising my son by myself since he was growing in my in the uterus, in the deuterus. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so you'll see, you'll definitely hear me relate to a lot of like the moms and like maybe do some episodes on that. Um, really talk. I really want to do an episode on the single moms of Bravo because I think that's been really amazing to see, especially seeing like some of the ones like Madison who, um, are co-parenting in a really positive and healthy way. I definitely, we, we aren't just going to focus on the bad of everything, y'all. <laughs> like we're gonna we'll balance it out, right? I am an only child, y'all. Um yeah. <laughs> so you know, I I do feel like I have my chosen family. I have like so many great girlfriends, like a couple of really amazing girlfriends who I just consider my sisters as my chosen family when we've been able to raise our kids together and it's been this really beautiful journey. Um, you know, my some of my cousins are truly like my sisters. I really feel like they're my sisters. So I've been learning a lot more about like the the strengths of chosen family um, and how it doesn't always have to be blood to feel strong and feel powerful and feel compassionate and feel like a really beautiful bond. Um, but I am an only child and that does come up sometimes because <laughs> sometimes I don't like to share. <laughs> Um, I've been working through a lot of issues and trauma, like not really recent stuff, but things that I've kind of stuffed away. Um, again, I'm a Capricorn, so and I have a I'm a Capricorn with a Pisces moon, Sag rising. So I'm a hot mess who loves to just bury her feelings deep, deep inside. I have them, unlike lots of like true Capricorns. <laughs> I do have feelings. I have very intense emotions. And 
when they start to come up, like my inner voice just tells them to shut the fuck up and they dive back inside. So I've really been unpacking a lot. Um, I would say like the biggest things for me is really working on inner child work. Um, I have mommy issues like a mother. <laughs> I have fucking mommy issues. My name is Lo and I have mommy issues. Um, <laughs> so I've been unpacking that. That is like a process because those run deep. I'm a total daddy's girl, y'all. I love my dad so much. My dad's anyone who knows my dad, shout out Fred. He is the most amazing dad ever. But I've been really having to delve into that relationship because my dad was in a really horrible, um, traumatic accident, um, gosh, over a decade ago, um, where he was a pedestrian, he was hit by a car and it changed all of our lives and our family. And it definitely changed my lives. And it was a really kind of traumatic event for me that I went into survival mode and I'm not sure I ever came out. Um, so I don't know if anyone out there has dealt with that. I would love to talk about that at some point. Um, that's something that's like really coming up for me and like sometimes affects the way that I relate to him and like kind of put a little bit of a stiff arm out for him. So I'm really working on, on that. Um, and I think some of that stuff has manifested in my dating life. So that the last couple of years I have been single as a motherfucking Pringle and I love, I absolutely love it. You guys, I'm toxically like independent and I, it's not like, oh, I don't want a man. I don't need a man. I just like don't really want a man and I don't need a man. <laughs> like I don't. And when I want that, like when I choose to have one in my life, I will. Um, so it's not like I'm anti-man. I mean, sometimes men ain't shit, but you know, that's how it be. But I just found a lot of stuff coming up in my dating life that was unhealed shit in me. And I don't want to put that on another human. So that's where I'm at with that right now. Not really dating. <laughs> I'm sure this podcast will get even more fun and exciting once I do. Maybe I'll do it just for the podcast, right? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We we need to get closer to, for me to be able to do that. That's my Capricorn. Um, <laughs> I'm a journalist by trade. Um, I started out in communications. I had my son when I was 21, and that really inspired me to go back to school to do to get my degree in journalism, which I had always wanted to do, but I had been told like really by my mom who was a doctor that like, that's not what we do. That's like the Jamaican side of my family is kind of like, no, you go and do, you know, you get a law degree, you go into medicine, you go into something like that's going to make you money that's successful. And I was like, I want to be a journalist and I want to do good in the world. And, you know, I definitely went into J school thinking like, I'm going to tell the stories of the people who are not heard. And like, this is, I'll be unbiased and da, da, da. Like all, I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening, who's gone to J school, who's wanted to be a journalist, went in with these like really fucked up fairy tale dreams that are not true. Um, and that we're seeing like devolve into something totally different um, in our media now. But <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but um, I went to school to become a journalist. I did that for a while. I did um, sports reporting for a while, uh, which was really fun and interesting. And I was not – it's still very much a, a man's game there. <laughs> so um, I just like didn't – maybe one day I'll like try to go back to it. But um, I loved it and hated it at the same time. So um, I still do a lot of like journalistic work that's mixed with comms work. I love what I do right now. I love I love everything I do, but this 
podcast is really my passion project because when I was younger, I so bad when everyone else was trying to be a veterinarian, I was trying to be a radio DJ. Um, so I remember I'd sit at my grandma's house with this little, like this huge machine. I don't know what it was like to me. It looked like a soundboard. I'm sure, you know, how we think about like these things from our past and they seem like these big things. And then it's like, oh wait, no, that was actually just like this small little recorder that looked like that recorder from like home alone. Y'all know what I'm talking about where he like records his, his uncle in the shower. Okay. Maybe that's just me, but (laughs) I had like a little board like that and I would put my cassette tape in and I would record a whole radio show. Y'all I would record even ads. I would like change my voice and do an ad and da 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 da, and then put music on. And I wanted to be a radio DJ. And as I got older and as radio changed, I realized that was going to be like really hard. And I think that I found this beautiful medium in podcasts and it was just so accessible. Whereas like getting into radio, you know, in your 30s is just like (laughs) – no, (laughs) I'm not doing it. So this was a happy medium. I've been in the podcast space in other capacities. I've done podcast production. I have a podcast production um, company that I just started and do consulting. And I've I've worked in spaces where I've built up um, podcast reviews and things like that. So I've always been in this podcast space for the last like seven to 10 years. Um, But I'm just excited to be behind the mic and talking to y'all and being in a space that I love in a different capacity. Um, Yeah. So that's just a little bit about me. I think you'll learn a little bit more as as we go along, but just, you know, a little background about me. Um, But I want to get into my Bravo background. So this is something I'm going to ask Every single one of my guests, I think that knowing someone's Bravo background, this is what you should ask people just in their daily lives if they say they like Bravo. Be like, well, I want to know your Bravo background. I think it's really interesting to see like what people are watching, like what kind of how they've experienced Bravo and reality TV and what got them into it. I'm just, you know, I love the human condition, y'all. Can you tell? I am like obsessed with like figuring out stuff about people. Maybe that makes me nosy, but that's probably why I went into journalism. But I'm going to flip the questions that I'll ask my guests on myself, okay? I'm not going to put other people through torture and not go through it too. Um, so I'll tell you a little bit about my Bravo background uh, to round out this this episode. So I guess I'll start with where my reality TV origin story began. Um, and I really think, okay, even though – I've thought about this a lot. And even though they're not truly reality TV shows – I started with an obsession when I was younger with soap operas. I was obsessed with Days of Our Lives and Passions. Do you guys remember Passions? Those are my two. But Days of Our Lives was my go-to, which all all roads lead to Bravo because Lisa Renna played Billy on Days of Our Lives. See? All roads lead to Bravo. I promise you that. (laughs) I will remind you that of all – every single time, every single episode. Um, but so I was obsessed with Days of Our Lives. So I remember in fifth grade, I would always record Days of Our Lives in Sailor Moon on VHS. Yes, I'm aging myself. And I would run home and like be so excited to like get my food and like sit in front of the TV and watch my Days of Our Lives. And I should not – like I really should not have been wa- – I think I started watching Days of Our Lives when I was in third grade. But 
and I shouldn't have, but that's where my, I think my kind of obsession with like the drama of it all, the, the rumors, the nastiness, all of it started. And then it kind of got more into like the MTV space of real world. Road Rules I watched a little bit, but I was more into real world. I love real world. Um, Loved, love, fell in love with the VH1 shows. So Rock of Love I loved, but Flavor of Love and I Love New York was when I was like all in. New York, Tiffany Pollard is one of my favorite reality TV show legends. She is gold. She is everything. She is the moment forever. I love her so fucking much. That's my girl. I would love to have her on this podcast. I would die. Um, And then I really got into Jersey Shore and Laguna Beach and all of that. So that's really where I kind of kind of my evolution of just reality TV in general. But I think my Bravo origin story story really started with – I'm a Bravo OG. I mean, I started with the first episode when it first started of Real Housewives of Orange County, and I watched it all the way through, and I've watched all – I've watched truly every single Real Housewives franchise from the beginning to the end, even the DC one, right? So I'm all in. Um I think an OG one that I miss so much, but I still listen to his radio show is Flipping Out. I know that people have mixed reviews about Jeff Lewis, but I think what the beauty of Jeff Lewis is that he, especially if you listen to his radio show, he really does like talk about, you know, he's self-aware of like the things he needs to work on and he uses humor as a way to kind of like process trauma and deal with like difficult situations. And I can totally understand that because I use dark humor the same way. So um, I do miss flipping out. I love that show. Sometimes when I like want to kind of go back, I rewatch that show or his new show, I think on Freebie. Um, oh my gosh. House. Oh my God. Something about flipping houses. Y'all, I should know the name of it, but it's not a Bravo show. So um, <laughs> you can go to Freebie and, and find out. Um, but yeah, I'm a Bravo OG. I watch every single thing. And you might be like, oh, do you watch this? Yes, I watch it. Oh, do you watch Bel- Yes, I watch it. Yeah, I watch it all. I watch it all, y'all. That's why I call myself PhD of Bravo TV because I have a PhD in Bravo TV. Um, honorary, right? <laughs> Someone make me one. Someone create one for me and frame it. That would be a nice birthday present. <laughs> okay. Um, what I'm watching now and what are my current faves? Okay, I literally watch everything, like I said, but fucking Salt Lake City killed it killed it. I would say this year, but this year just started, but killed it last year, killed it this year. I mean, holy shit that we will have a separate, we'll have a separate um, episode on Monica and the whole situation. But I, I like just the drama, the moments, the humor, the storytelling elements, the cinema. I mean, it's just everything that I've ever wanted bow down to all the producers of that show, bow down to the showrunners, bow down to everyone who works on that show. Beautiful. Chef's kiss. No notes. Um, I also think that Southern Charm is just like my just ultimate. I love that show. I've been re-watching it and I'm still watching like obviously this new season. It's so good. I love the cast. I love everything that's going on. I think there's just so many elements, so many great like people. I love the non-housewife shows because I think especially for millennials, they are a little bit more um, relatable. 
So love me some Southern Charm. I've loved it from the beginning and I continue to love it and it keeps giving. I love it. Miami, one of my favorite Housewife franchise of all time. It's, I'm just so glad they brought it back. And Beverly Hills is giving, I think, this season. I think it's – I mean, after the Denise Richards moment and like the coat, I'm just – I'm loving it. I'm loving the cast. I'm like really intrigued by what's happening with Kyle. I always love Garcelle and Sutton just keeps Sutton just keeps giving us our, those one-liners. So name them. Name them. Mm, it's so good. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, some of my – some Bravo lebs that I feel I can relate to, 100% Madison, especially right now. I just feel like Madison's another single mom that I truly respect. I've respected her ever since she got – came on the scene. Um, I mean, she's been around those people, right, on Southern Charm, but just I can relate to her so much. She's just a strong, independent woman. I remember I was re-watching um, older episodes with her in it. I think it when she when she first came on and she said something along the line. It was when she was dating Austin and she had called him on the phone in like her car and he was still sleeping and she had just dropped Hudson off. And she said something in her confessional that was like, I'm a single mom. Like I have no choice. I can't fail. I can't fail. I can't, you know, she's like, I can't be lazy. Can't fail. And I don't think, by the way, I don't think moms cannot be lazy. And I hate that word lazy. So but um I just think I resonated with her so much and that like there's so much fire under you to like do everything for your kid. And she's a boy mom and I just – I love her and I've loved seeing her evolution and I've loved seeing her – honestly, when she was dating Austin, it reminds me of one of my ex. Austin reminds me of one of my exes and truly – I would watch Southern Charm with that ex and he loved Austin. And I was like, that's because you are Austin. Um, (laughs) So I just kind of just see myself relating to Madison so much. Um, And I really, truly respect her. And I just love the fire she has under her. And I'm just so happy for her journey right now. And um, I know that her dad just passed away. So I'm just – my heart is going out to her. And I think that we build these bonds through watching these shows. So I just, you know, it's just so sad when they go, you know, people that we feel like we build bonds with through reality TV go through something. And that's, again, human connection. And okay, unpopular opinion for the next at least one person that I can relate to and why. It's actually a combo of Stassi and Katie. I know that like people canceled Stassi. I do not believe in cancel culture. That's just – we'll talk about that later maybe. But um, I relate to Stassi because I used to be like a total – I used to be a broad – like a – I used to be called Birthdayzilla, y'all. We'll tell stories about that later. But I – my friends used to call me Birthdayzilla. I was season one Stassi. I was a terrorist. I was like, I am the devil and don't you forget it. I mean – Ask some of my friends. I got to bring some people on here who knew me back then who could tell you some stories. But I think that why I relate to her so much is because I've seen the evolution that she's had, especially since she's had a kid. And that was something that happened with me where like I had to evolve. I had to grow quicker. And I just learned so much more about myself and it was so not just about me anymore. And my son truly like taught me so much about myself and has helped me grow. And I just have seen that a lot in her, even though she's not on Bravo anymore. Um, So I just feel like Stassi just gives this kind of perspective of room for growth and change. And I think that that's something that we really need to be able to like accept in people and the human experience because – and I think that's why I don't really love cancel culture because we don't let people – 
make mistakes and then learn how to grow and get back up. And we just kind of kick them when we're down. They're down a lot. And I get that there's some exceptions. Truly, everything's nuanced. I get it. Um, but then Katie too. I'm like half Katie too. She's also a Capricorn. She's like dark humor. But I think really seeing who she's becoming in her own self, in her own right, it's just this beautiful human who's just like this bab. She's a total fucking bab. And she's just like – it was like her and Tom split. And yeah, you saw it like kind of hurt and – but she also just kind of come into her own and I think that's such a beautiful space to be um, in for her right now. And I can't wait to see this next season of Vanderpump and see where that goes for her. Um, okay. <laughs> My top five Bravo lebs currently just fall into the same thing. I love Madison. Garcelle is – she's such a queen. Um, Ariana. I'm team Ariana and I've just loved watching – I've just loved watching her success. I think she's deserved it so much and it's so beautiful to see like what's on the other side of pain and hurt even though like we don't want to say like, oh, we need to feel pain and hurt to get something that great. But it's so beautiful to see that there's like a light at the end of every single tunnel. I also am a huge Paige stan. I love Paige. I love seeing her on Southern Charm. I love her relationship with Madison. More and more and more of that. Um. And okay, last but not least, and I ask everyone this, what is my housewives tagline? Yes, I do have one. Are you ready? Okay. Should I do like a little turn? Hold on. I'm fun size, tell no lies, and the ultimate prize. (laughs) So that's my tagline, (laughs) y'all. Anyways, you guys, thank you for hanging in with me for the last hour, learning a little bit about me. Hopefully, it wasn't too boring. Hopefully, you didn't tune out. Hopefully, like, let me know. Is there too much vocal fry? Do I need to (laughs) give me feedback? I am open for kind feedback, not trolling. Do not be, do not be a Monica. Do not be a reality Vontees. Okay, y'all, don't be a reality Vontees. At least not with me. I'm not like Jen Shaw out here scamming people. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to make a podcast, y'all. Um, but I love y'all so much. Thank you so much for sticking around for my first fucking episode. And guess what, y'all? I'm gonna drop a second episode today with my first guest. It's going to be the part one of the real housewives or the real Capricorns of Bravo. So tune into that today. You get a double, double feature special just for my birthday, just for y'all. Um, but I'm so excited to get to know all of y'all. So please follow me on Instagram at Bravo Therapy Pod, on TikTok at Bravo Therapy. And I can't wait to interact with y'all. Thank you so much. You guys, I'm just so grateful for any, even if it's just like one or two of you that's listening. I'm so grateful. This was so hard for me to like launch and actually do. And I was even up to the last minute, I was trying to like you know, procrastinate. And if you're listening to this, then you have truly just given me light and empowered me. And I can't wait to build this community with you. And I love y'all so much. So keep on healing, hoeing, and watching fucking housewives. And I will see you in, well, hear you see you. (laughs) I'll see y'all in the next therapy session. All right. Bye.